left and then I started. All right. Welcome back to the writer's block. I'm Ty Byrne. We've got Andy Camaro with us today and we are interviewing him. I bet you didn't expect that. Uh, we're going to ask him some really deep questions and figure out what's going on in that noggin of his. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to figure out his, you know, uh, the things that inspire him, the things that motivate him, what he's striving for and towards, we will know the real Andrew Camara by the end of this interview. How do you feel, Andy? Damn, I, did, I didn't know I was going to get that instant. <laughs> intense. There's a slight oh. possibility I was a bit dramatic. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that was that was good. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to come up with better answers in my head on the spot than I usually can. All right, well, I don't, I don't think these questions are too uh, too crazy. I, I didn't want to use the same questions that you asked me previously, so I tried to kind of come up with something a little different, you know. So uh, are you ready That's for the, uh, I am ready. Uh, I will pretend – that I am super ready when I'm just in reality, just ready or pretend to be ready. I can't say that I followed that, but yes, I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. So a softball question first, you know, don't want to, you know, charge at the gates just yet. So tell me, well, tell the audience, everyone that's listening, why do you write? Why do I write? It's a broad question, <laughs> you know, well, it. I think we've touched on this before in previous episodes, but it's, it's. I like to see how creative that how creative I can be, and how, like, because sometimes I think all oh, the stuff that I think about in my head, like creativity or story wise, I'm like, oh, this is utter garbage. But we're gonna try it anyway, and then I can get it written down on paper. I'm like, oh okay, this isn't half bad. That's pretty cool. So it's kind of for like myself, but also I like writing to tell a story and have other people read it and see their reactions to it too. Especially when it's like, wow, I've never, you know, read something like this or this, you know, uh, second person or third person narrative is interesting and i've never thought about it like this before so it's other people's reactions to it. and it's just fun i don't know why i find it enjoyable to be honest with you it's just sometimes being able to create fictional characters and scenarios and being able to write it down and have it sound articulate and make sense it's pretty i like I, that's i guess that's the biggest takeaway is that it's enjoyable and i could create scenarios like i said and have it make sense and um, overall be hopefully enjoyable for people to read. That's, that's the biggest thing. Fair enough, yeah. I mean, it kind of actually leads into another question I had, which was, uh, do you write to make a living? Or I guess, do you write in hopes of one day making a living off of it or just mostly for yourself? You know, which one's right now, right, well, right yeah. now it's yeah. just for myself. But I mean, idealistically, if I could write without making it purely like, obviously it's going to be my full-time job, but like being able to still write with that pure, innocent, you know, enjoyability behind that, that would be great. Because once, if once it starts becoming a job and tedious and not wanting to do it anymore, I'd probably be afraid that I wouldn't want to write if it started yeah. to become you know, like, oh, I got to get up and go to the office and write for, you know, a couple hours. Like, so that's, so if, if I can make that balance between having it become my full-time source of income, but also keeping it pure and innocent and enjoyable, then that would be the perfect, I guess, the perfect storm in a sense where I would purely that's why i would do it for a job but for right now i just do it for myself and then hopefully entertain i will yeah entertain others if i can get them to go on my website mm. every time i you know post a new story but i have to promote it like it always goes back to self-promotion which is a whole nother topic of conversation that i'm not good at fair enough yeah i mean that that actually kind of uh also 
ties into another question I had. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, what's your, uh, I guess, what's your roadmap, your, your long-term plan with writing? Like, I, I know, obviously, the end goal uh, is full-time author, but are there specific steps that you are planning on taking along the way? To, I, I to need to start, your, uh, I, you know. I need to start broadening my stories again. I've had this irrational series going on for about a month, six weeks. So that's probably going to come to an end here soon. Cause I feel like, cause I tried to expand, I have two more in the bank for sure that are going to go out. And then I had a couple side pieces that kind of seemed forced. And I'm like, this is starting to get repetitive and it's not as enjoyable. Sorry. Someone's scooping out something outside there. I don't know what the hell is going on. Sorry. It happens all the time. <laughs> anyway. So that that's got to go away because I don't want it to make it like, Oh, it's just the same shit over and over again, just from a different perspective. Cause that, cause that can get annoying and people are like unenjoyable to read. So, well, it depends. I don't ever get any feedback. So I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, I did actually, that's a lie. I did get feedback from my old boss when I worked at my local library she said, keep going. I was like, okay. And that was when I only had the three stories, I think. Yeah. It might've been the fourth one. No, it was only the three, only the three, the first three out. So, okay. I was like, okay. So I did continue it, but I think now it might be the, like the capping two more and then that's it. Yeah. Cause I created an ending. It's not the best ending. I might have to go back and critique it, but I haven't written in like two weeks because mm-hmm. you kind of just, I wasn't in like, the writing zone yeah also the, the holidays can kind of yeah you know, make it difficult to focus yeah especially if you have a other job that requires full attention to holiday buying yeah i was gonna say if you have a job in retail i mean that that adds on to the the regular you know uh family it's, obligation yeah the holidays you know i know i'm going off tangent here but so circling back I guess a long-term goal would, is to really start honing in on my novel and like maybe getting a couple. I know I don't like to, I've preached, like I don't like to have a cap of page numbers or a word count when I write, but I think I got to start having a, like a checklist of like, right, let's get a chapter two done in my novel, like maybe once or twice a week if I can. So I can maybe buy just pushing it by March have something that's only four months away yeah. but five months four months away so it's it right it's ca- it's it's capable like it's possible but I have to really focus in and be like oh or I could go on my phone and scroll Twitter <laughs> listen to yeah. music maybe play some video games I know the feeling ac- accidentally take a nap you know so I just had, that's like, for now, that's the long-term girls get this book really going, like, like going now and yeah, really you- focusing on that. But also I think on the side to not overwhelm me, have like short stories. I was thinking, I have a, I just came up with a mini project. Maybe that would work. It would be interesting. It's like another series, I guess, but it would yeah. be more of like it's a series, but you, it, there will be different ending. There will be actual endings, or there will be no cliffhangers or anything like that. So okay. I can put those on my website. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I don't. Guess- I mean, I don't know how you have. I don't know if you how you define long term because <laughs> that four months oh. is it that long term? Yeah. But that's well, like the biggest goal right now is to get this novel like. Churning more. I have a question. Um, so you want to have something done by March? Are you saying you want the whole novel by March, or just like the preferably? First no, I have the first chapter done. Okay. I have like eight pages, I, I think yeah. nine pages. As I would in, prefer, like, if I could have like maybe okay. two two hundred and twenty five two fifty pages done. Because hmm. again, like I've said before, I know how it's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to get to that point. Yeah. Which is tougher. Some days it's tougher because I realize I have to do more research too. Research is important. You don't want to, that's one thing I've learned is you don't want to talk about 
you know, well, not talk about, you don't want to write about things and then explain them in, incorrectly, you know? Yeah. Like I, yeah. Like, I feel like I need to go uh, shadow like a small town cop for a day for a couple Good. hours. Then I got to feel like I got to go to a gun range and understand the inner makings of a gun because I've never shot a gun before in my life. So go somewhere where it's safe to do and not like, oh, I have a buddy be like, let's go to my cousin's backyard and start shooting trees. Yeah. It's like, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. We are in Florida. It's a great place to just randomly. Uh, yeah. So, do I, both have of to, those things, so. <laughs> I have to do that some point in my life, it, probably in the near future. I don't know how I'm going to do the shadow of the whole small town cop thing because it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I don't one, cause that's yeah. liability in case there's shit goes down. Yeah. You have to respond to something. Yeah. I mean, you could probably also find, uh, or I could just interview somebody to interview. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, YouTube videos. of yeah. You know, daily life of a cop and, in a small town, you know, small town, yeah. sheriff, probably sheriff's too, right? So, uh, yeah, sheriff's department. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have an idea, uh, cause we had a, I know a couple people in the sheriff's department, but I don't, I haven't talked to them in a long time. So I think I'd have to find somebody new or just YouTube videos. Um, but those, but that's the biggest thing. Is making sitting down doing the research probably and I, probably getting out of like my room and doing stuff and not just writing on my bedroom when yeah. my cat like walks across the keyboard or I hear grandma yelling at the TV because the football team that she bet on is losing like oh, not be distracted <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough and like put my phone on to not disturb and just kind of go because it connects i didn't realize this this is how untech savvy i am but since i have a mac and an iphone when you turn it when you put your phone on do not disturb it puts your mac on do not disturb i guess with the new update That's so interesting. i was like oh no okay yeah, into their their text pretty synchronized but mm. well, that's interesting i guess sticking with your current novel so this is your your main project at the moment or your main yeah. like long-term project is this mm -hmm. novel and I guess my question is, uh, well, tell us more about it. Uh, is it going to be, is it the first in a, a It's going to be a series. Yeah, it's going to be a series. I'm definitely going to have, I have, like, it's funny because I haven't finished the first one, but I have an idea for the second one mm -hmm. and even the third one. At least, like, have at least three. And, uh, so that's what that's the goal that's i guess okay that's a long-term goal is to create like kind of have a series build up to that point mm -hmm. but so that's uh so that's that uh it would it's not going to be super long i don't think yeah the the books anyway the series might go on for i don't know i don't know i guess i don't i've never read a series a cop series that all of a sudden like it, it's ended yet yeah you know, so it's like, okay, does everybody get blown up at the end and that's it? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's something else. Like the books that I focus in on as, I guess, quote unquote research, they haven't ended yet. They still come out with new ones. Yeah. So I mean, you could always just put out your first few stories that you have and then maybe try other products or other projects and then come back to it in the future. I, I probably have to do that because if I cranked out three, and then just focused in on those, I'd probably get burned out and not yeah. have like repetitive ideas, you mm. know? So that's it's... probably, okay, maybe, okay, I lied, there'd be four Ooh. because it's cliffhanger in the first one, something different, and it ends with the cliffhanger ends in the second one. Third one, it's focused in on like what the cliffhanger was, and then the fourth one would just be something random. Okay. That, I don't want to give it away on camera. Like yeah. I can explain it to you off camera, but I don't want to get it. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair into it. I mean, you don't want to spill the beans too, or no. uh, want you want people to come back and buy the next book, which actually brings me into my next question. So, this first novel of yours, this debut novel, how do you plan to get it out 
into people's hands? Are you going to self-publish it or do you want to find a traditional publisher? I'd probably find, I'd probably take some money out of my savings account and have someone do it the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Or I, I mean, I would compare the two to see like the cost and yeah between each of them, but I'd probably go the traditional route if I could, well, cause that the main thing is if I could find someone to read it, yeah. I don't know. And who does it for like a job? I mean, there's someone on Twitter is like, oh, I have, you know, uh, copy editors that will do this for a hundred bucks. I'm like, you're just doing this to get, you know, out there. I don't know. I've never heard of, I've never heard of you. I just followed you because you followed me first. And it was (laughs) when I was started first, like spam following authors on Twitter. Yeah. And they don't actually tweet new things. It's like the same. Yeah. Yeah. By my books. I So I'm like, no yeah so i would have to find somebody who actually would do it yeah i think like if i remember correctly the first step is finding an agent that will represent you that can send your work to major publishers Mm. i think that agent works with you on rewrites and stuff like that like they'll they'll have you rewrite it and rewrite it and edit and so forth until it's marketable to one of the publishers and then then well, from what I've read or from what I've heard, it's hard also just to find an agent. Yeah. But, or hard to get an agent, not to find one, but because you have to, you know, obviously it's uh, it's a very diverse field of people, very competitive. Well, especially when you're like not very, you're not, well, you're an unknown up yeah. to that point because you have your little blog website thing, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have a book already in the bank that you self-publish and it shot off and everybody's out making your offers. Yeah. Well, one, one thing I read also is that um, actually one of the bad parts about self-publishing, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's that even so like as a, when you self-publish, obviously it's, you know, it's all up to you to market it. But that first thing you put out is technically considered your debut no matter what. So when people look back at your debut, if it was self-published and if it didn't sell well because you didn't market it well or whatever, then it might hurt your chances in the future. So I hope it's not true because that would be me, but (laughs) that's a, that's one thing to consider too. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the, uh, probably traditional. I'd, again, I'd have to do the pros and cons, like a T chart for both, but Mm. it's uh, definitely for now without doing any research, I would lean towards a traditional route makes sense so i guess going back to your your book um what what time period is it set in it's present day all right but it's it's present day but i i don't know i guess i have to put this in there now it's covid doesn't exist because the the new the new book like just the book i just read that the jesse stone series that i talk about a lot on here because <laughs> um, I don't, you know, branch out on my horizons enough, but um, they incorporated COVID-19 into like the newest book. And I was like, this is for me anyway, I, you know, I don't want to really think about that all the time because you, you're up and you're, you have to think about parts of it all the time because it, yeah. it's just in the world happening right now. So it would be present day, but it's not COVID era. I guess it's either before COVID ever existed or you just jumped that whole, like it never, it never, it doesn't happen. It just never exists. Cause that's a whole nother subplot that I don't know if I could, you'd have to incorporate, which is annoying. Yeah. Well, I guess that was part of like a larger question of um, like in general, when you're right. Do you prefer do you prefer any particular time period or do you kind of just go whenever or is it I just kind of I guess I guess it's sometimes it it's the type of mood I'm in like irrationals present day mm. and it's it takes place in a couple month time span that I don't like specifically say yeah because it's, it's for interp- yeah it's interpretation but in my head it's series of events that took place in like a well, couple month period so that's that's how my brain works it's just like you assume like if people know what i'm talking about or the yeah. situation that i'm talking about 
okay, then they get it more than the regular person who doesn't know me and it's Reddit. And it's just like, okay, it's just another story. But they, and I don't give any hints. It's like, oh, it's back in the 1960s during whatever, or the 19, late 1970s when the, the, the mob was taking over New York City. Yeah. Like you, there's no, there's nothing like that. I don't okay. have any like specific examples in my writing. So in the future, I guess, will you probably just kind of maintain that sort of modern or contemporary setting? Or probably. Yeah. Or because like part of this other series that I was thinking about, thought about going like back mm. in time. Like 1940s or something? Maybe. 1930s? Something like that. But that also requires more research that you have to do to make sure the time, you know, everything yeah. is up to par. And sometimes when I write short stories, like if I'm in the mode for it, I just, I don't look it up anything. I just kind of go. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I like doing contemporary at the most, because sometimes I find research to be boring. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's interesting, but other times it's just like, I don't, yeah, why, why do it when I'm already trying to, I'm kind of fatigued, try to figure this, my story plot and how it's going to flow. So what do you, when, when you consider research, um, are you mostly looking at articles and like anecdotal? Yeah. Articles. And then sometimes if I need something quick, it's just like a Wikipedia, like da, 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 da thing. That's, that's pretty much it. Like I have like, so the town that, my story takes place and it used to be a logging town. So I had to make sure that it, I was putting the, like the 20, like the 20th century or the 19th, 20th century. I would, I had to make sure that it was, it moved, it merged from the 19th century into the 20th, like early 20th Mm -hmm. century. So it's like that the actual logging time when it was at its peak. Yeah. Cause it takes place. So my town's a fictional town in an actual, in the Adirondack park. Yeah. So that's a real, that's a real park. That place. <laughs> so that's a real park. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure the logging and like the logging industry, when it took place in that specific setting was during a specific time. So I wanted to make sure that was the historical facts, I guess. Yeah. Background you information. And such. Yeah. But then the fictional part is that the town is like almost 9,000 people and that's on like that's almost twice the amount of like yeah twice the amount of most towns yeah that are uh that you know have people stay the year round in those in that park so they lost their like major industry and such yeah so and i and then i kind of i guess without getting too much away i kind of like fibbed and said like they have a music they have a logging museum and a bunch of local shops that keep the tourists coming yeah like for peak season and the off season they can maintain whatever even though they're not because people still come and do what winter activities and stuff like that because you have to i guess for me since i know what it's like because i worked at a a convenience store in that in that uh in the adirondacks and i understand how like slow it can be in the winter time because it's peak season is memorial day to I want to say Labor Day, Labor Day, or yeah, and then Columbus Day. There's a little peak because everybody's kind of caught. They have, you know, a long weekend, and they come to see the leaves, and that's in early October. And then after that, you get the if you're on the lake like that store was, you're lucky because you get the snowmobilers coming off the lake to get gas, yeah, or food because they have a deli too. But if you if you were stiff, but they also have like a not to get into you know sorry to get into like the personal part but they had they also do boat repairs and long-term projects like it's a, a marine so they sell boats and do like maintenance on them or whatever so in the winter time the biggest revenue is the long-term boat project so if someone needs a new engine put into their boat or they they need something done to the hull or whatever they, that's how they make the revenue there because it's thousands and thousands of dollars. And they also store boats so that in itself, depending on the size, is $800 to $1,000 for you know that period of time too. So it's like grocery store in the summer 
yeah. and gas in the summer. And then wintertime, it's boats. Utility store. Yeah, boats and stuff like that to make the revenue. If you can ever work for a, like a mom and top grocery store, you should. It's, it's quite interesting because I came out of there knowing so many different things because you never went like you never knew what was going to happen that day yeah. you could do 14 different things in the ever, day that you didn't even think about ever think about opening up your own shop no because you never have a day off uh, you okay. never have the like the weekends are the biggest week the weekends are the busiest yeah and if you have a long weekend then okay during the week it's a short week and then you got to make sure you know you're constantly ordering stuff talking to you know vendors you're talking to you know, doing inventory, like that's not computerized. You have to have, like, I had a printout for like, so you had to do certain inventories in certain days. So yeah. if your inventory I do on, I don't know, Monday, Monday yeah. morning, cause in the, the winter time, it was just me downstairs, like from eight o'clock until three thirty, four o'clock until the, the kids got like the, the college kid got out of school mm-hmm. and then they'd close at seven o'clock. So it was just me all day. So I'd have to go and sir, you would literally circle like right what you had in the beer cooler and then go downstairs, like in the basement area where they kept the one small cooler and then the warm beer on pallets and count Yeah, what you had. And then you add it up. And if it equaled the total that you have, you circle it. If not, you'd have to correct it or try to find it. Yeah. Actually, I was gonna so ask it's, it's, it's basic, like, grocery store stuff that you know you and i do but it's not computerized so you have to do it's everything you have to do twice because then you have to if you have to fix it then you have to go into the computer system and then fix it sounds like quite a process (laughs) it's a process because the computer system was old very old and we used i mean i think we still used windows xp i think i mean at least it wasn't windows 95 yeah, it was, I was, cause it was called, the system was called the general store and it was from. Yeah. Like you could buy the updated version, but you'd have to update everything. Yeah. Then that compute, the computers are also connected to the, the boat, the, like the Marine part. It's just a whole process. And I'm like, ah. if you, you could pay someone to do it. Yeah. And you would just oversee stuff, but it's some days you're like, oh, maybe. And then other days, you're like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess building on the research idea, have you ever, con- so like, you read other books as part of the research, but do you consider watching TV shows or movies or even playing video games as part of the research? See, I have to, I've been telling myself I have to play LNOR more again to mm-hmm. like do the detective part haven't done that because you have to really pay attention and I have to have, I'll have to have like my, my headset in so I can hear what they're saying. Yeah. Like, and how, what I need to do or interact. Cause sometimes when my grandparents have the TV on, it's loud because they can't hear. Yeah. So you, you, you're kind of like distracted if, cause then you don't want to crank the TV or my TV up too loud. Cause it, <laughs> that it swears. Oh, I don't yeah. need, you know, I mean, it's not like, I'm a child who's trying to hide um, swear words from my grandparents who have heard, you know, Quite a bit almost all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, I don't need that. I don't need to have that overpower whatever they're watching. So here's a, I, I don't know if, I don't know if a TV show, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I'm trying to think of movie. I don't, I'm just not a, I, movie wise i'm not a big movie goer i will stick to the movies that i've seen and i like and i'll just rewatch those yeah. i don't i'm not as as you can see, like as you guys have figured out i don't branch out to, like even with books i don't branch out to different yeah genres usually which i you know been harping on myself to do almost did today almost grabbed the harry potter book at the library but i said no not, i'm good i'm not uh, i hear um i hear 50 shades of gray is good i can always give that a shot but actually going back to the research idea um have you ever asked your grandparents about their experiences in life they were i can imagine they've got a lot of stories to tell about well we talk yeah that we you talk could about draw you know some kind of influence from or inspiration from for 
some of those because I'm sure like they were, were they from New York, born in New York, oh, I yes. assume. Uh huh. So I'm sure they've you know. You're... Well, yeah, like I know, like my grandmother, father bought this two two family home, and he was going to make it into one family, and then he died, so it just ended up staying like that. When she and then. But I mean, we just talk about because they grew up. This is so cliche, but they talk about what like it was like in the. They had mob people. They knew people in the mob, and like my dad had friends that you know his parents were mob people. So that's you know, yeah, it's not detective stuff. It's like yeah, someone got. She was telling me the other day that I down woke up one morning and everybody was talking and yeah, someone got shot down the street because they got caught cheating at poker. And you're just like, okay. And yeah. they just went, oh, all right. Just brush it off. Yeah, what you going on do? with your day? I don't know what you're going to do. Because then it's don't cheat a poker. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, part of it, you could use it as uh, an inspiration for not the detectives, but maybe the, it's the a separate guys. book. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that too. Because yeah. I know sometimes they have like, they had like an Irish mob or a Ukrainian mob in the book that I was just mm-hmm. reading that uh we you know so they have mob stir stuff in it but i'd have that's another research i'd probably have to play the mafia game too but i have a general idea but yeah so here's a follow-up to the follow-up to the follow-up do you have plans for a mob related book it kind of sounds like there's a, an idea uh, no there. i could i could or i could make that into a mini series i don't know follow a mobster around it'd be interesting to it would be interesting yeah, to write about <laughs> do it right along with a mobster <laughs> Second person mobster story. Oh, maybe. Um, I'd be that would be like that'd uh, be something. Now I'm kind of thinking about that now. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a, a mob related story myself that I've wanted to, to do for a long time, but I, just I know because we done it. You and I talked about co writing a book. I should be if you are listening this far into this interview, comment and see if you would if we should co write a book because that'd be interesting too. Oh, that would, that'd be a good yeah. project for us to do yeah also than, comment what kind of story you'd want or what yeah because uh, we had we had an idea yeah how we wanted to do it but it would be interesting to see what others thought too mm-hmm. again was, if you're listening to this if i haven't <laughs> bored you to you know death and yeah. sleep <laughs> but uh i guess so back to the previous follow-up, I'm going to build off of that follow-up, a, a sort of additional follow-up. Uh, so going back to the, the TV, movies, books, video games, do you draw any, so before I asked if you use those as research, but do you draw any influence or any, um, yeah, does it influence your writing at all? Just stuff you've seen in the past or whatever. Not just, you not necessarily Ellie Noir or such and such but like books that you've read from like robert b parker or Book, uh, books mostly books because yeah. some points like i was writing even small dialogue in my book and i'm like i have to get rid of this because it's 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 how same style is it's how the cop talks in his book and i'm like i i this is you know if i ever have if i you know when if i when i get this all done i'm gonna have to be like okay you have to read one robert p parker burke first and then you read my novel and if it's it's kind of like you with the carry thing yeah yeah and if if it if, if this is identical you need to tell me and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to scratch it or fix it yeah i mean it's a i will say that, that it's devastating <laughs> when you realize that you basically just recreated somebody else's story and it's just too close to even consider it being original well because i was like because you've people have read my prologue so you get the premise that, okay, you're going to find somebody in a lake without giving too much away. And then <laughs> there's a book where, you know, of course, these guys find somebody tied down in a lake. And you're like, what? The-? But that's that's yeah. tough because you can only create so many different yeah. crime scenarios without repeating yourself. Change, change the term lake to pond problem solved it's Found that's the tough pond. part because it's the one <laughs> could it's, well she was washed up on the beach this one like that mine washed up on the beach theirs was in the marsh so it's different okay there you go, Down in the Everglades. 
and a group of teens found the body compared to what had happened in the book slash movie. All right. So that's, but you, you like, that's, that's the toughest part. Like I mostly get influenced from books I'm reading and then I'll be like, this sounds exactly like Robert Parker. And I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> oh, I guess. So uh, it's safe to assume that Robert B. Parker is your favorite author. Is that yeah. It? All right. That's, so, yeah. What is it that you like about him? What is it? Is it you know, his writing style or his techniques part, or his storytelling? Part, the, the, yeah. I like how he... It's a cool name. I like how he has... It's... I, I don't know why I'm so drawn to small town, like, uh, small town settings, probably because yeah. that's what I grew up in and that's what I'm most used to. I mean, I even went to a school that like probably half the population was the college kids, you know? Yeah. So, uh, cause you would never, well, they, you would never expect to have two schools in this town. The public you know? schools or universities slash college. Mine was a university. And then the other one was a state university, like state university in New York SUNY school. So okay. to explain it, SUNY schools are, they're, they're, well, they're, well, SUNY schools, they're kind of their state run i guess in a way like, kind of like a community college yeah it's community college but okay. you can get a four-year degree. all right you yeah, can get a four-year degree in certain certain fields and then other ones if you want to just get your bachelor's like i had a friend she went to the school that went like next to st lawrence and she got her associates there and then transferred to get her bachelor's degree in whatever field she was, I can't remember what she was studying. But I'm doing. So it's kind of that's the same. Like so, it's kind of like going to uh, SCP, like St. Pete College, and then yeah. transferring to USF. Like what yeah. you do, yeah, that's basically that's what exactly it is. what I'm doing. That <laughs> uh, same exact thing. Yeah. All right. And I guess so, but like a yeah, small small town, grew yeah. up in it, worked in the sort of environment where it's like you know a lot of the people who walk in to like the grocery store, you know, every, almost everybody by their first name that aren't tourists. Do you even know the people on the lake where they live, what boat they use, you know, what, you know, how to fill their gas tank a certain way because how the boat engine works, you don't even have to ask them. You just do it. Yeah. So that's kind of how, why I picked that scenario. And that's why it, I, I feel connected because the Jesse stone series in itself takes place in small town. I mean, it's small town, but it's not as small as mine. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say the the last like couple minutes that song "Small Town" by John Mellencamp has been in my mind. You know, just want to throw that out there. So I will say you do have a unique, um, what's the right word, experience, I guess, and then from living in a small town of how many people would you say were in your town? That you grew up in? 3,000? Uh, well, Where? to give you, like, I only had, I couldn't tell you off the top to be of my exact, head. Like a, but, I mean, like, I honestly don't know if I could give you a number because I'm not good with that kind of thing. But I had 122 students in my graduating class of high school. I mean, compared to St. Petersburg, Florida, it's so, oh my God, considerably yeah. smaller. Yeah. So, 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 the, so I ever, guess it could be, like... <sighs> I don't even know how many people live on St. Pete Beach. Like it could, I wanted to compare it to like just that because technically St. Pete, yeah, it's one little section. Yeah, I can honestly Google it. I mean, it's not that important, but um, it's. It, I mean, you had it wasn't too small because you had four elementary schools, a middle school, and then a high school. Now you only have two elementary schools and a high school. No middle school. No middle school anymore. Wow. Is it elementary? Is it, it K through eight? It's K, K through six. So K it was K okay. through six. And then, then you went to middle school, seventh and eighth grade, and then high school was ninth through twelfth. So now seven through twelve is all at high school. Yep, all wow. at the high school. That's interesting. Am yeah, I, uh, it's, it's funding because you don't have. You? you go like your no. Mine was four elementary schools. So the four no, elementary like, schools were broken off to like this like. Uh, it was the greater Johnstown school district, but within that you had like sections. So, so if you lived 
mm-hmm. on certain like a certain area you went to Pleasant Ave. And yeah, different well, area, you went to Glebe Street. That's where I went to high, like yeah. the elementary school. I was gonna say, you're, you're that, that elementary school was that for you? Was it K through six? K through well? six, yep. Yeah. It was for me, I hear it was it's K through five, and then middle no, is no. six no. to eight, K through six, and then it's yeah. you go to the middle school, which was a block away from me. You walked, well, I like I literally walked to elementary and middle school. It's interesting, and then I drove or got dropped off at high school. Well, that explains a lot. I'm just kidding. I guess let's roll into the next question. Um, so, uh, well, let's see. What is your, so your preferred genre to write in is, without a doubt, you know, the, the crime-related, mm-hmm. you know, investigative, you know, mystery, thriller, and that, or collection of all that. That's, that just, that's just the vibe I get. I could be wrong. could be, you know. Hey, you could, all right, hey. <laughs> It's a good, that's a good connection. I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually mentioned that I like doing that, but that's a good connection. <laughs> so I guess my, my question is, would you ever consider leaving that and trying something different? Something that's, I mean, not I, the hmm. only way, the only, I, I feel like I have a little bit in this well, previous yeah, but, rational series I have, but it's mm-hmm. also small. That's why I asked. It's because that was stories. kind of big. Uh, yeah. I mean, was, most of my short, I think, Almost all my short stories, unless I used, I have like two short stories that involve my novel characters. Everything else is just regular. I, I don't even know what kind of genre it is. It's like contemporary fiction. Yeah. Like, you know, you have. I like that works. You have Rue. That's just kind of whatever. Then you have The Porch. That, you know, that ends with yeah that. <laughs> I, I don't want to give it away in case you, you know, someone wants to go and read it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's just contemporary. Nothing. There's no specific. I don't know if I could ever do a whole book though. So follow up question. If people wanted to read your stories, where can they find them at? If you call, if you, so I found out if you Google my name, Andy Kamara, and you go, it's like the third link that pops up. My website is there because it is, Wix, it's my full name. So Andrew S. Camara dot Wix dot stories or something like that. But if you Google Andy, Andy Y. Camara, C A M A R R A, third thing down, click it and you'll see it and you'll see the Wix website. Okay. Or I have a link tree in my Twitter account and my Instagram. And my Facebook. And, and what are the names on all of those? Are they all the same? LinkedIn, uh, yeah, Facebook, yes. I think Twitter, Twitter and Instagram are my link tree. So it's Camara zero six two seven. Okay. Don't ask I- me why I put that on there because I thought I had to have numbers. Because yours is just Todd Byron. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one and only. I gotta say, I got lucky. There's a little side note. There's someone else out there named Todd Byron. Hard to believe, I know. But well, the there's someone who- else named Andy Kamara who just got married. I was like, oh hell yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you next. have to really you have to scroll down for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, this other guy named Todd has his own like car uh business. I don't know, like car uh fixing and whatever mechanics is mechanic i think and luckily i got the twitter and i think instagram too before he did so i'm like fine and the website anyways moving on um so we were just talking about your favorite genre being uh crime and such what is your least favorite genre i would have to say fantasy Well, it it depends. Yeah, fantasy and like sci-fi kind of go back and forth. I don't. Well, again, I don't really branch out. I mean, I've never read a romance novel in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but I read Harry Potter. I feel like I need to read it just because to, (laughs) you know. Fair enough. But science fiction, I'm like, eh, doesn't really excite me. Like, I don't need to. I don't understand the the different, you know, 
scenarios that they're talking about. I mean, my brother likes to watch movie like that stuff, but mm-hmm. and read some of that stuff, but he's not as big of a reader as I am. Fair enough. Mike always try to um you could do like a crime thriller in a sci-fi setting or crime thriller in a fantasy setting kind of yeah. together. Of course, I mean that would that would that would be an interesting twist, but you know, maybe an idea for a, a short story to experiment with. Yeah. I but, think that's if I ever wanted to try something else, I'd have to do a short story to see if it worked first. Well, I think I, I have one final question. Are you ready for it, Mr. Kamara? I just with two R's, right? Two, two R's. R's. You know, that's what I thought. Now two one, R's, three A's, one M. That's that's a lot. I'll try to write that down. So here we go. Are you ready for this heavy hitter of a question? Best you got, sit the best for last, I guess. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Oh, jeez. Hopefully not still living with my grandparents. Well, I mean, I don't that, that would be in 20 years, that would be quite impressive if I was still living with my grandparents. Because they would be 100? 105 and 107. Oh. So. <laughs> well. Well, I suppose that's that then. That's that. But is that was that the question? Yeah, that, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, serious answer. Um, hopefully, have at least two or three books published at that point. You know what? Like not. Well, hopefully, like that'd be cool if I was on the New York Times bestsellers list. But that's a that's a that's a far far goal. But hopefully, have like not just well known enough in like the the book community. Have you know my book mm-hmm. at a book bookstores and in the library system. Yeah. That would be that's the all that. yeah. All you right. know, have like a like a meet and greet or something, and people actually show up and not. <laughs> Yeah, ran out Madison Square Garden for a couple hours. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. All right, well, but, that's, uh, I'm afraid that's all I got. That was good. I was definitely that was de- definitely more. I think some of those questions were better than the ones I came up with last week. They just they just questions I came up with about 20 minutes before we started recording. You know. Uh, Did a quick Google search. What questions should I ask Andrew Kamara? Yeah. (laughs) Well, is there anything else you want to tell the audience or yourself? No, you can follow me at uh, Kamara. This is I don't see. I don't like I don't like my Twitter or Instagram handle because I made it in high school. It's Camara GK1 at both yeah. platforms. The link will be in the descriptions because yeah. I, I, God, I don't like, I, but I'm not going to change it at this point. I'm like, whatever. It's just, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and then yeah. Facebook is just my name. LinkedIn is my, like, I guess Andrew, it's my real name, not my nickname. But that's that's where you can find me, you know, and then my website too, which is also in the description and all on my uh, all my platforms as well. Just be on the lookout. I have a couple more projects to shoot. I'll definitely. I think I'm going to shoot one out. I'll have at least one new one that is dropped by the time this airs. Uh, maybe two. I think just one. It might be one before the holiday and then after the holidays, it might, then I'll drop the other one because uh, I'm still kind of working on it. I, I, the, the ending doesn't sit well with me right now, so still working on that. But it will be, I think that will be then the ending to the Irrational series by the time, like when those two end because it's time to, I think, move forward uh, to different things. Uh, than that because sometimes I have it just doesn't after a while you're like this is the same garbage <laughs> so that's 
that's where we are right now. Hopefully I get more writing in, you know, keep my fans what's at the edge of their seats waiting for me to publish something new. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the uh, short-term plan right now. So be on the lookout. If you haven't read the other two that I dropped at the same time, which I'm never doing that again, by the way, because <laughs> one got like, I was like, got to read this one before you read the other one. And people read the first one and then they're like, eh, not going to read the second one. And the second one sure. kind of t- ties in more to what I'm about to drop. So read both of those. It's all about perspective. And then you got to read that one first and then got away. Yeah. It's the second one. You know, what you should do is when you're done with the entire irrational series, I have it. I have it in one big, yeah, I have it in one big word document that I probably wound up doing. And then put it on there and be like, here, just read the whole damn thing if you want. It's like 26 pages right now, but. Yeah. And then honestly, I should do that and then like heavily market that one. Like just, yeah, probably at least daily. Just like read, 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 (laughs) you know, don't spam. Don't get pissed, but read, 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 read. It's all here. You don't have to click on 17 different things, just one boom. I could, or I could just do that, just have the like the two, and just drop the whole thing, and make you read all of it before you get to the last two. But that might not be a good idea. I don't yeah. know. You never know. Now I don't know. If I don't get enough feedback to know. Well, I can tell you one thing: if you don't market it at all, it won't do very well. No, nope. it's one thing I've learned. Just like this podcast, I have to do better marketing for. Um, Both of us probably. One of these that's days. one of these days one uh for the audience one little um new bit of info is we're now recording a week ahead as opposed to two weeks ahead so we're actually not that far off so you know should be we should be able to actually like talk about stuff on the pod now and then it, it won't be as old information yes. by the time we get to it Yes. Or as irrelevant, whatever. <laughs> Insert word. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that'll do it for this one. Uh, follow us on our social media. You know, leave a comment if you liked this video or if you liked this audio. Shout out to the Spotify listeners out there. And uh, yeah, I guess and that's make, that. Make sure you buy the merch that Todd is beautifully wearing and promoting yeah. yeah if you don't want this t-shirt what is wrong with you oh, waste your money on this t-shirt <laughs> we, we we dropped the ball on the whole black friday sale that's you we should have done that i'll be honest with you never even crossed my mind yeah, i did i it didn't cross my mind until like two days after i'm like oh probably should have done uh, that you know even worse i actually meant to put my books on sale buy it buy his Big books yikes. buy well, his book well, edit to your wish list and then wait for it to go on sale and then buy it. There you uh, go. That, uh, or you can do that too. Yeah. Or oh, just oh. flat out buy it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, Whatever you man. say. It's, it is, you know, I, I'm terrible at self-promotion. And Same. That's, that's where I'm going to leave that. So thanks for watching. Have a good evening or morning or day or night whenever you're watching this and we will see you next time.